Welcome to Good Grief Coaching, the podcast where we talk about how to move forward and process the pain of losing a loved one. I'm your host, Francie Perkins. Let's start the conversation. Welcome to episode number 17. I'm calling this episode How to Quote Unquote Unbelieve. Before we get to the episode, I just want to say that with all the crazy times we're having in the world today, I'm really honored to be able to connect with you through this podcast and share with you the things that have helped me through my grief. And I hope that these tools and tips are helping you navigate through your grief as well. I think this episode will be really helpful for you, especially if you've been listening to the other episodes and kind of following along. So what I'm going to talk about today is how to, quote unquote, unbelieve what is keeping you stuck, what is keeping you stuck in your grief. So it's when you're wanting to believe something new, but you just can't quite get there yet, right? So you need to unbelieve the old thoughts before you can truly embrace the new thoughts, right? And this is called cognitive dissonance. It's when you have two thoughts that contradict each other in your brain. So the example I'm going to use on this uh, podcast today is the thoughts, I can't handle this grief and I can handle this grief, right? Because we want to be able to handle it, don't we? But sometimes it just feels like we can't get there. So when you're in cognitive dissonance, it's very uncomfortable. It causes a lot of mental discomfort. So why do people have two thoughts that contradict each other? You might be thinking, like, why would you think two things that are completely opposite? And sometimes it's because you realize that your thoughts are causing your feelings, and then immediately we just try to change the thought. So if you were thinking, I can't handle this grief, and then you realized that this thought was causing you to feel very disempowered, to feel powerless, to feel weak, and when you're feeling disempowered or weak, you notice that it leads to actions or inactions that are weak, right? So then you probably don't take big action or really any action. And typically, if we are like believing that we're weak, we've lost already in our minds, right? We made up our mind that we can't. So that is what proves to be true because our results are always directly related to our thoughts. So once people that I work with realize this, it becomes really the first thing that my clients want to do. They set out to change that thought in order to feel better, right? They realize that thinking they can't handle it is really keeping them stuck. And it's leading to um, a result that they don't really want. So they want to take different actions. They want to feel differently. And that all starts with the thought because they want to get a deliberate result, right? So the cognitive dissonance is coming from the two thoughts. In this case, I can't handle this grief and I I can handle this grief, right? So those opposing thoughts create tension. So if you set the goal to start playing with or practicing with the new thought, I can handle this, right? You're going to be very uncomfortable. 
because our primitive brains that are really trying to do a good job of keeping us alive don't like any change or any discomfort. Our brains see that as a threat. So our brains immediately try to shut down the thoughts that are causing the discomfort, even though this new belief, I can handle this grief, is much more helpful in the long run. The truth is that to show up for our own precious lives, and yes, I want you to remember that our lives are precious too. And if we want to be the best version of ourselves, really to move forward and grow beyond this grief, which is going to mean learning to have confidence in ourselves and believe that we can handle this, we need to withstand the discomfort of the cognitive dissonance. So once we understand how our brains are wired for survival and that our brains want to prove true our current beliefs, and also that our brains want to be right, then we can work with our brain. Our brains want to prove what it already believes to be true. This is because our brains like to be efficient. Our brain can run on automatic pilot if we just keep believing the same things and be efficient by repeating tasks and repeating beliefs. The brain finds comfort in this certainty. And so when we want to start believing something new or we try to create a new version of our life, we should expect to be confronted with our stubborn, primitive brain. We will be confronted by ourselves and our old belief systems. To grow, this is what we need to do to move through the discomfort of this whole process. So currently, you may be getting a result from the thought, I can't handle it, and it's likely made you shut down. If you can't handle it, then why try, right? It also has likely made you play small because you can't do it. Why play big when you're weak if you're believing that you can't do it? And if that's true, that you can't do it, then it's really not safe to play big, right? You're going to get squashed. So the result is you don't push yourself to grow and you don't handle it. And maybe you avoid or close your eyes and wish it would pass, right? That's what we do. But if you want to step into your power and decide you can handle it, it will likely be hard and messy. I'm not going to lie about that. It is not easy, but you can do it. And then you will create a result that will be aligned with the thought Somehow I'm going to handle this, right? Leading to the feeling of maybe being curious or at least investigative. And when you're feeling those, th- those feelings, it's going to cause you to come up with actions. You're going to brainstorm. You, you can ask yourself, what can I do to help myself handle this grief? And you might come up with some ideas, some actions you can take. Maybe I can join a group. Maybe I can come to some grief Zoom calls. Maybe I can get support from others who have been through things like this. Maybe I can hire a coach. Perhaps I can talk to a therapist. Maybe I can read a book on how to cope. And all those actions are going to lead to the result of taking charge of yourself. And that is how you will handle this grief. Now, sometimes there's too much space between the two thoughts, I can't handle this grief and I can handle it. 
I spoke of this on an earlier podcast episode, but what we can do is this. We can bridge the thoughts, or some people call them ladder thoughts, because you're wanting to believe the new thought, and sometimes you just need to take small steps up the ladder to get to that new thought, the new thought being, I can handle it. So you can come up with a thought that is more neutral and believable right now, and it's kind of in the middle of the two thoughts. So a bridge or ladder thought between the two thoughts, I can't handle it and I can handle it, might be something like this. I've handled it so far, or I'm learning how to handle it day by day. If it feels believable to you, then it's a good ladder thought. And eventually, if you practice this method, you will figure it out and you will learn how to have a good relationship with yourself. This means trusting yourself, having confidence that when it's messy and hard, you will have your own back. You will be able to get to get through it and believe that you can handle this grief. This is how you step into your power for anything in life. And that's what I love about all of these tools that I use with my clients. You can use them for grief, and that's like one of the hardest things we're going to go through, right? But you can use all of these tools and apply them to other areas of your life as well. Wherever you want to grow and evolve, you can apply these tools. The way you do anything is the way you do everything. Once you get this concept, you can apply it to everything. Ask yourself, what result do you want to create? What do I need to believe to get to to that result? And then become aware of what you believe right now. And maybe it's something you want to untangle or unbelieve. That's the work I do with my clients. Because to stop believing something can be tricky. But doing this is how you become deliberate and intentional in life. It gets you from where you are to where you want to be. And the only way is through. You need to sign up for being uncomfortable emotionally in order to get to the intended result. And in this case, it's handling the grief and probably being the best version of yourself going forward. So I want to give you the process that I use with my clients, how to believe something new and unbelieve a current thought. First, you need to become aware of what you want going forward. And I'm talking about this without changing the circumstance of the death of your loved one. We don't have time machines, so we can't go backwards. So let's look forward. What do you want going forward? Your brain won't like this. It may try to remind you of all the evidence you have that this is wrong, and it may sabotage your efforts in an effort to keep you safe, of course, keep you right where you are. It will tell you things like you can't and offer you all of the reasons why that's true and why you can't. At that moment, it will be much more comfortable to agree with your brain and just go back to the old way because it's familiar. And you can go back, it's not a problem, but you will stay right where you are. No expansion, no growth, no evolving, no honoring your loved one's death with showing up as the best version of yourself, no growing beyond this pain. It's easy to give in and say, you were right brain, I can't handle it. 
but don't fall into that trap. So even though there is discomfort, first you decide what you want going forward, and then you plan for the discomfort and allow and expect it. And after that, you start working on disproving the old thought, the old belief. In this case, I can't handle it. To do this, you need to face the reality that as long as you keep believing that thought, you are keeping yourself stuck and adding to your suffering. Be willing to be wrong about this old belief that you can't handle it. Recognize that this is just a sentence. This is just a thought or a belief and realize that it isn't really a truth. It is an option to believe it or not, but you get to choose. You can decide to try believing something new. Remember, our brains do not like change. You may have been practicing this thought for a while, and you have proven it true for a while, so your brain is very efficient at it, and it wants you to stay right where you are. It doesn't want you to change. It, it's offering that, that you're going to be hurt somehow, but it's just not true. So once you're willing to do this, to be uncomfortable, then you can start working on the last step, which is believing the new thought. And this also does take some time. Like I said earlier, you're very practiced in believing the old thoughts. So you have to retrain your brain, right? And if this new thought that you want to believe seems too far away or unbelievable, then use those bridge or ladder thoughts that I mentioned earlier. Something like, I'm willing to consider that I may be wrong that I can't handle this, or I'm willing to consider that I can handle this grief. Just find a neutral thought that you can believe. Just ease into the new thoughts. Your brain will come on board with the new thought eventually but you need to be willing to go through the discomfort of the brain resisting the change. And once you've gone through this process, the new belief will become as efficient and as easy as the old one was. That's the magic. Your brain will then be working in your favor, finding all the evidence that you can handle this grief and you can handle anything else that comes up. And again, that's why I love this work so much. It helps you to step into your power in grief and in all areas of your life. If you need any help, I have coaching packages and a membership group to help you through this grief and beyond. These tools will change your life in so many ways, just like they did for me. Now that's all I have for you today, but as always, until the next time, I wish you all the best. found this podcast helpful and want to get more tools to handle your grief, join my private women's grief group on Facebook. It's called Good Grief Coaching. I share tools and tips on how to move forward and also have weekly Zoom coaching calls. You can also visit my website, francieperkins.com. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Francie Perkins Coaching. And on YouTube, I am Francie Perkins. I look forward to connecting. <music>